With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is the 22nd of January, 2021. It is a Friday morning. We are like taking a turn in weather in LA, like a big turn. It's been warm and normal in these perfect days, the way you would like imagine Southern California. And I think starting today, we're having a huge temperature drop. And then we're having like three or four different rainstorms in the next week. Not that it's one storm and it just keeps raining, but different rainstorms. So we will, I guess, stay tuned and see what happens. I'm kind of excited about it because we don't really get rain that much and just to smell it and to hear it. And sometimes I video it so that I can continue to hear it, like even months after we haven't seen rain and so typical of this year. But I think we may be getting more, so let's hope so. Just just something. It's just so beautiful. So today, questions. This is a super long one, but it's worth reading because I talk about giving people their energy back. And I told this person to do that, and they were not successful. So when they wrote to me about more of it, then I realized what was going on, and now I understand even further what it would take for somebody to reconcile their own feelings within the feelings of what's happening. So here it goes. Hi, Nadia. I wanted to write you about some things I am struggling with the harassment subject. One of the things I am struggling is that I am not completely sure, did it happen or was it an accident and a misunderstanding? I don't remember much besides someone's hand touching me around my legs and behind. Something in me got stimulated and me feeling confused and uncomfortable. I was around five years old. One thing that bothers me the most is that I don't remember the face of the person. I think I remember the neighbor's house, the house next to mine, but I don't know who was inside the house because there were more people who lived there. At first, when I talked with my mom about it, she thought it was the man from the house who was abusive to his wife. She told me I had an argument with him, and I also remember not liking someone. 
After a couple of months, he moved away. But no matter how much I go back and try to give him his energy, life back, I don't feel like it's working, and I can't imagine myself going into his home no matter how much I tried. It is like spinning in circles. I prayed to God to release any energy that isn't mine and from that happening as well. I felt in one or two times like something got out of me, like black smoke. I asked myself why I would go to someone's house or anywhere, and basically I felt the answer would be if I felt warm, if I felt warm, something or welcoming. My last happy memories welcoming our new neighbor, and for some reason, I always thought that touching happened after that memory. It was a family with two sons and two daughters, and I used to spend time there sometimes. My whole neighborhood was close, and then I started thinking maybe it was someone of them. But again and again, I'm not able to answer the question with complete surety. It is like a never-ending line of questions trying to answer to able to be able to heal and understand what has happened. So I've told people to give that energy back, and I realized there's two things. One, they knew who it was that came at them or did whatever they did to them. So they knew who it was. That was one thing. So who are you giving the energy back to? It's just, it's not that you need to have that person, but to know that you don't know who it is and you kind of assume it might have been someone, you're you're getting caught up in whatever, whoever it was. But the bigger issue here isn't about the other person. It's the fact that you are carrying guilt because your body responded. They did not do anything to you other than they touched you around your legs and behind. They didn't get to anything else. They didn't see anything. They didn't take you to a room. They didn't do a lot of stuff that could have gone even further. But then you would have to have known who that was. But whether that was an accident or they really intended to do something to you and they got off on it for whatever reason, the bigger confusion that you feel is that you responded. So now that makes you feel like you liked it, like you wanted it. And that's where you're getting stuck. And that happens to a lot of people who were touched inappropriately and then felt bad because they're like, but but why did that feel okay? Why did my body respond? I must have wanted it. And so you carry this guilt around. And you feel like you had something to do with it. And so everything around sex feels contrived, like, well, if someone just touches me, oh, that's all they want, as you get older. That's why a lot of people who've been fully molested or, and I don't mean fully like there's different stages, but have had intercourse of some kind or have been, you know, taken to that level where they are in a bedroom, they are with an adult and things are happening because the body does respond for the most part. 
and then the only way they think love is is they become very promiscuous pretty early on in life, generally speaking. So how can a five-year-old even see this coming? So you have to start with allowing yourself to forgive yourself for believing that as a five-year-old, you had a say in this. You can think through the thought that, you know what? That was the first time I realized, first time ever realized that a body responds to any touch. That That's really what happened, is that you just realized that a body, a physical body, responds to another physical body, and you didn't even know who it was. The fact that you didn't know who it was is a gift. Stuff it is, is that it left you with this question mark of, was it on purpose or wasn't it? Did they mean to do that to me? Because I want you to think this through. If they meant to do that to you, it's possible that they would have tried to do it again. They would have tried. Or they may have taken it a step further even at that time. The house is crowded. No one would have noticed anyone missing. You can go on and on with what could have could have happened. But bigger than that, let's go to a step bigger. A part of you may have felt like, wow, what was that? How did that happen? And a part of us gets a little curious because we're not really sure what happened. And it's not something we can duplicate. And we don't know what happened, but the fact that that felt warm, we started to associate with love, which becomes part of a a different way you're looking at love. So the never-ending line of questions that you're saying, that you're trying to answer, that you're trying to heal, that you're trying to understand, was that no matter what happened, whether it was a mistake or purposeful, I would go back to that fork in the road and say, wow, if that was an accident, it would make more sense. I'm not telling you to discount what happened, but it never happened again. Usually what happens in these cases, and I'm just telling you the norms in in, in the way these things become. It's not like somebody just walks up to a little kid and, you know, unless they kidnap them and they're, you know, on a whole different track. But when there is any kind of molestation, that child, for the most part, is groomed over time. The adult tries to create a trust relationship with them, something special between them, something that they they start to see, will that child ever tell on me or not? 
will I be able to scare or intimidate this child? Every time they see you, they, they will take it one step further. Like they'll play with you. They'll talk to you. The next time you know their hand is on your shoulder, then they put their hand on you and don't take it off for a while. And then before you know it, you trust them. And now you're going places with them. And your, your mom might trust them because usually it's a family member. And it's not like a stranger walks into your house and, and pulls this off. But I want you to really think, because you can't even remember the face of the person. It could have been a mistake. It could have been purposeful. We will never know the answer to that question. So you can say, I will never know the answer to that. But I feel guilty because it felt good. But now you can answer that with, well, that would always feel okay my body will respond to being touched I do know that but now older even if that was a mistake thank God thank God that that's all that happened that they didn't think I was an easy target that they didn't come back that they didn't try again that's the only part that makes me believe that maybe you being touched that way, whether it was a mistake or not, wasn't meant to take you further down the road or hurt you. The all I could see in this in this entire scenario, in this entire experience that you've had, was you carrying guilt about it. But I want you to also see your strength in this. We carry guilt when we don't understand. Fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt. All that comes from ego, and all of that is present in what you wrote. All of it. You're struggling. You can't answer questions. You don't know if it was an accident or a misunderstanding. But you do remember someone's hand touching you around your legs and behind. And you do remember getting stimulated and it left you confused and uncomfortable. And as the years wore on, it also left you feeling pretty guilty. Like, oh, did I like that? Did I ask for it? Did I want it to happen again? But you also felt that loss of control, like things just happened to you. But your strength was you told your mom about it. And it's usually, and I, and I want to say this so you don't point fingers, um, when you told your mom about it, she thought it was the man from the house who was abusive to his wife. We always pick the person who's obviously, you know, not okay to the people around them. However, people who molest are super quiet, super sneaky, and tend to be you know, nice, in quotes, people to the people around them. That's why they get away with it. The obvious pointing a finger at whoever, the obvious person, those are usually not them. Because they're aware of the fact that everybody knows they already do that. 
It reminds me of those murder movies. You know, there's a channel in America called Lifetime Channel, which I can't I can't watch anymore because of this. But they they would have these shows, and it would be like the whodunits, right? And it'd always be the one of the nicest people covering up who they were, who ended up killing the person that was dead at the beginning of the show. And all the obvious people got filtered through. And, you know, my daughter and I, they did really good jobs writing those shows because we would be betting on who we thought it was, and then we would win and tally who got it right most of the time. But it was, in all cases, never the obvious person. And there was a reason for that. So the energy you need to get back, that's why you felt that black smoke leave you, that black feeling leave you, because you did give them their energy back. But you need to reclaim your energy from guilt. You can say to yourself, yes, that caused my body to react. I did not see that coming. The fact that that feeling felt good shocked you. I was five years old. I was shocked by what happened, by how I felt, confusing to me, because now I'm curious. Why did that happen? Why did I feel that? How come I never felt that before? Who did that? Who made me feel that way? And the answer is, you don't know. And the blessing is, they never came back. They never went further. Praying to God as you did to release any energy that wasn't yours happened. It sounds like it from this. But it felt like one or two times like something got out of you like a black smoke. But you asked yourself why you would even go to someone's house or anywhere. And it was because it felt warm somewhere or welcoming. We all gravitate and are driven by those feelings. That's why people who are sexually violated are confused and carry the guilt and the shame and all the stuff it took for that person to be able to violate you. And now that's the bond you share is all that that broken love. And once you give that back, you are left with yourself and no one ever thinks on the outside of that happening that they themselves feel bad for how it felt to feel that and you take on that you had something to do with it or wow I like that I shouldn't have liked that. That was a violation. Who did that? It's an amazing, uh, I want to say like, uh, kick in the butt from the wrong side because you just don't understand that 
the feelings you've had are something you have to deal with. It's a very empowering thing. Very empowering that you are even this aware of what happened. Down to the crowds, down to the people, because sometimes when there's a lot of people and somebody's a little goofy in that crowd, what happens is you can come up with a lot of reasons why that happened. And you can come up with a lot of reasons why it was your fault. You can come up with a lot of reasons why you may or may not have wished it happened again. Because that feeling, you wanted to discover the feeling, not the person. But why did you feel that? How did you feel that? And you have to admit to yourself, whatever it was you were feeling, that you actually felt it. And if you didn't, you have to admit to yourself, hey, I didn't feel that. Hey, I didn't want that. But when it happened, it opened up a door I didn't know was closed. It made me think of something I never thought about. Who was that? Who made me feel that way? But in truth, it doesn't matter who... Well, it matters, but it doesn't matter who it was, if it was an accident or not. But now you had to reconcile this whole new door that opened. And sometimes we want to know who it is because we believe it only exists with them, which is another weird dynamic, but it happens. That only that person can make you feel that way. But you were left with the fact that it could have been anyone that made you feel that way, and you don't know who it is, so you spend your life looking for someone who can make you feel that way. I've gotten some of your dreams before, and they were all revolved around sex. They just want sex from me. They just want to be with me because I'm pretty. They just want, they just want, they just want. And I'm like, who the heck is they over and over again? Because every time that they was a different person. Inside of you, you have not reconciled. You have not reconciled that feeling you felt about that. So you just think that any random person wants certain things from you that all have to do with sex. And you associate it to that other person getting away with it. So now you think, well, everybody just wants that. And that's actually not true. Everybody likes to experience that with someone they love for the most part or care about or at least want to be with at some level. But anyone can have sex. Not anyone can have a relationship. So if somebody wants a relationship with you or you want a relationship with someone, that involves you participating not from a sexual angle, but from a mind-to-mind. And it's not that because, look, I'm good, I'm perfect, I'm pretty, I'm this, I'm that. Why don't you love me? And my question goes to you. 
that you need to love and accept yourself before anybody else can love and accept you in the ways that you are looking for love. So all you have to do at this point, or can do if you want, is that you just need to forgive the five-year-old child who was blindsided by this for feeling like that five-year-old who had no idea this was coming responded in body. It is a very elusive, seductive, weird feeling for a child to feel that. Children, when they're younger... And they have that feeling, and it comes and goes, and they don't know where it came from. They may play it out with other kids, and it's a different thing, like, oh, we were just dumb little kids, and look what we did. But in this case, you don't know who it was. You don't know if it was an adult or a child or a teenager. And you don't know if it was an accident or purposeful. And you don't remember who it was or You were trying to guess, but you don't know. And whoever it was didn't come back. So was it intentional? Usually people come back to the scene of what they've done. And I I have to tell you, the courage that it takes for you to even write it out and even ask for a discussion tells me that you really, really want to know what ails your soul, what's what's attacking you, because now you're a little older, you're starting to figure out there's a pattern in how you meet people. You meet them, you take good care of yourself, you want to look good, you want them to want you for looking good. You want all of that. But what happens is you never really trust that anyone could really love you and accept all of you, even though that's what you want. Because you have to do that for you. Loving ourselves does not come easy. Ourselves takes us looking at what we believe is the worst thing that has ever happened to us, that we believe we did, and face it. What would you tell a five-year-old who came to you today with this story? And talk it out loud. Record it and listen to it. What would you tell a five-year-old? That will help give you a sense of objectivity instead of, oh, my God, I felt this and I did that. But what if a five-year-old said, you'd say, you know what, that would be normal for your body to do that? I'm sorry you didn't know where it came from. It did open a door and now you're going to deal with these feelings and they may come and go throughout your life. And when you get older, they'll come more. But you're You don't need to think about that right now. You're so lucky 
that you don't know who it is. You're so lucky that that what you think happened didn't happen again. You're so lucky you got a warning. Now we're on alert. We are going to make sure that we protect your innocence. Now, you're not going to say it in those terms, but you're going to do those things. And I'm sure your mother, after that, made and paid very close attention to where you were and who you were around and who was around you. And it's super dangerous to point the finger because we always point the finger at the obvious and then we focus on that person while the other person is standing by. So unless you know for sure who anybody is, pointing our fingers is extremely, I want to say, distracting from who it might really be. I really hope this helped. If you have any more questions, you can inbox me. Thank you for putting it out there. Thank you for talking about giving back energy and giving us an eye into how we feel and the guilt we may carry as a result of that. You guys have a great weekend. I love you guys so much, and I will see you on Monday morning. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.